Relations between Canada and India plummeted this week after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said in Parliament that there were credible allegations of Indian involvement in the murder of a Canadian citizen and Sikh independence activist Hardeep Singh Najjar on the 18th of June in Canada. Today I'm rising to inform the House of an extremely serious matter. Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of a potential link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. Canada has declared its deep concerns to the top intelligence and security officials of the Indian government. Last week at the G20, I brought them personally and directly to Prime Minister Modi in no uncertain terms. Any involvement of a foreign government in the killing of a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil is an unacceptable violation of our sovereignty. The Modi government has rejected the allegations and there have been tit-for-tat diplomatic expulsions uh, as well as India stopping issuing visas for Canadians. The US ambassador to Canada, David Cohen, has confirmed that there was shared intelligence among Five Eyes partners that informed Mr Trudeau's announcement. To discuss these extraordinary events, we're joined now by Nilesh Bose, uh, Associate Professor of History and Canada Research Chair at the University of Victoria in British Columbia. Welcome to Sunday Extra, Nilesh. Yes, thank you. Canada's widely cited as uh, home to the largest Sikh population outside India, with uh, three quarters of a million people. Could you give us, firstly, an overview of the Canadian Sikh community? Uh, yes, so the community of uh, Sikhs uh, is quite historic, tracing their roots back over a hundred years ago. The first uh, migrants from the Punjab came in the 1890s uh, of a variety of types of people, mostly first connected to the British Empire, uh, soldiers and uh, others who are connected to the empire. And very quickly, uh, many involved in agriculture and related fields uh, found opportunities in British Columbia and parts of Western Canada and immediately uh, prospered bringing family members to the first few decades of the 20th century. Um, there are many uh, family-owned businesses and others who have prospered in a variety of ways uh, ever since then. And it is the largest uh, portion of the South Asian diaspora in Canada today. Yes, and indeed, uh, Sikhs are, uh, in percentage terms, a larger part of the Canadian population than they are the Indian population. Uh, could you now tell us where did the, the murdered man, uh, Hadeep Singh Nijar, fit into this broader picture of Canada's Sikh community? Uh, yes, I mean, there are a variety of historical uh, contexts as well as contemporary political issues. The The broader history features the movement for Khalistan, which is a movement for a separate uh, state carved out of Indian Punjab uh, for Sikhs. And this person um, was uh, alleged to have various links to various Khalistani organizations throughout the world, and for that reason was on the radar of the Indian state. And in Canada, uh, a country that he had entered in the 1990s, he was quite involved in local community activities. He was a leader of a Gurdwara in Surrey, uh, a place with an extremely large Punjabi Sikh uh, population, also very historic, and also was a part of a variety of community um, you know, activities in BC itself. 
Yes, he certainly seemed to be well respected in the local community. And you mentioned uh, potential involvement with with certain groups. There's a couple that seem to have been mentioned in particular. One group called Sikhs for Justice, and another the KTF, the Halastan Tiger Force, which is what the Indian authorities have accused uh, had accused Hadeep Singh Najjar of, in fact, leading. What are those two organisations, Sikhs for Justice and the KTF? So both of those organizations uh, support the creation of a separate state out of a portion of the Indian province of the Punjab. Uh, the Khalistan Tiger Force, or the KTF, is a uh, militant wing uh, of the movement, and numerous individuals uh, over the course of the last several decades um, have been exposed by India to have uh, all sorts of linkages to violent organizations throughout the world, including um, uh, militant organizations based in Pakistan who have supported uh, this facet of the movement. And um, Sikhs for Justice is another organization based uh, actually in the United States, but with linkages uh, in Canada, very large membership of Sikhs in Canada, um, focused uh, much more on um, identifying human rights abuses of the state of India and various crimes against Punjabi Sikhs, which have not been addressed. Both of them, however, um, are seen as terrorist organizations that are illegal in India. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Associate Professor Nilesh Bose about the uh, extraordinary diplomatic uh, or perhaps undiplomatic developments in Can- between Canada and India this week. Um, Nilesh, how widespread is support for a separate Sikh state of Khalistan within uh, Canada's Sikh community? I would say that it is variable and difficult to fully assess, but I would not uh, suggest that it is a majority view or widespread across the entirety of the Mm. Punjabi Sikh communities of Canada. It's a very diverse community with a whole range of political uh, perspectives and subjectivities, many who are not at all supportive of a Khalistan and many who simply don't have any connection to these kinds of politics at all. Uh, Let's talk about the reaction within Canada to the PM's statement. Uh, Religious peak bodies, the World Organisation of Sikhs Canada and also the National Council of Canadian Muslims held a joint press conference citing broader concerns about harassment of non-Hindu Indian Canadians in Canada. What has the reaction within Canada been to these extraordinary statements? Yes, I think broadly speaking, there are two major kinds of reactions. One is the reaction you have cited, where uh, many Punjabi Sikh Canadians and others, um, as you mentioned, um, Muslims and others, who are connected to India vis-a-vis a minority experience. And there is no shortage uh, of experiences faced by minorities in India uh, of various crimes uh, against uh, minority groups, whether uh, against individuals or institutions. And so many see this moment as a recognition of those um, abuses by the state of India, and they applaud and support this uh, move by Canada and the announcement by uh, Mr. Trudeau. Whereas there are many others, um, Hindus and others, who who see uh, it in another way and see this as unduly uh, identifying India without any evidence. There has not been any clear evidence yet. And also as a way of possibly dividing uh, you know, many in the diasporic world. 
what did you make of reports that Hadeep Singh Najjar had actually been uh, approached by Canadian intelligence sources warning him about the possibility of um, uh, an attack connected to India before his murder? Yes, I mean, these um, statements are coming out and uh, in the Canadian and uh, American media, there are plenty of reports suggesting just this. It is difficult to verify, um, but it is uh, certainly not the perspective taken uh, in India. Uh, Are there sort of domestic political ramifications of Justin Trudeau's decision to make that statement uh, on the floor of the Canadian Parliament? I think, uh, yes, I think there are many watching this uh, throughout the world. In Canada, as I've mentioned, many in the Punjabi Sikh communities and others who identify with the struggles of minorities in India uh, embrace this moment and see this uh, announcement as signaling support for them, whereas many in Canada also see this as as an undue... uh, attack in a way on India's position in the world, uh, a statement of an allegation without evidence uh, implying uh, that India has uh, conducted criminal activity without any evidence, further dividing uh, the, the communities of Canada and also not sh- shedding light on uh, other incidences like attacks on Hindu temples which have occurred in Canada in recent months and attacks on Indian consulates as well. Uh, attacks on Hindu temples and Indian consulates. And has there been any um, indication of what the source of those attacks was? Um, the reports indicate that they were uh, by uh, members of the Halistani uh, activist movements uh, who had uh, conducted the, these uh, these attacks. Now, they have not been uh, fully investigated. And indeed, that is one of the issues that India has been raising uh, in the last uh, several months. Fascinating. Uh, India is a member of the Quad along with the US, Japan and Australia, but it's not one of the five eyes whose intelligence apparently informed Canada's announcement. Uh, Nilesh Bose, what are the dynamics in your view of the international responses to Mr Trudeau's statement? Yes, as you point to the Quad and the Five Eyes, uh, one of which includes India, the Quad, one of which doesn't, everybody around the world is aware that India is an extremely significant player in the Indo-Pacific region. It is an extremely significant player, perhaps the largest entity uh, in Asia that would be seen as a counter to the rise of China and Mm. to the activities of China. And so therefore, uh, India is a state, the largest democratic nation state in the world, and um, an ally formerly of the United States and of Canada and uh, the UK and Australia and Japan. And they are therefore central to the security of the region. So most uh, in the neighborhood would be very careful about antagonizing or alienating India in any way. Yes, you mentioned the, the the lack of evidence. It seems to be one of those situations where Canada's come out and said there is evidence, but not actually identified what that evidence right. is. Uh, do you sense that uh, can, there's frustration in Canada about the lack of international support for the strong calls that Prime Minister Trudeau has made? I mean, the statements from the Five Eyes uh, allies have been supportive, but diplomatic, to say the least. Right. I think there are a few uh, reasons for that. Uh, There is broad support, as we have seen in the last few days, the United States 
has uh, expressed its support for its ally Canada and has also disclosed that uh, President Biden had informed his Indian counterparts in the G20 meetings about these issues. Um, and, and so one sector of the world is just carefully mentioning their support, but they are also extremely concerned uh, about potentially antagonizing India. And I think that latter reason is why there is not more uh, public uh, statement statements about this uh, by the allies of Canada. It's a fascinating situation. Nilesh Bose, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Extra. Thank you so much for having me. Nilesh Bose is Associate Professor of History and Canada Research Chair in Global and Comparative History at the University of Victoria in British Columbia. This is Sunday Extra and it's 24 minutes past seven. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.